irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today is Monday, June 27th. Is it really? It is June 27th uh, already. Do you God. believe it? No, I don't believe it. I think you're lying. I think the calendar's <laughs> lying. I think the world is lying. <laughs> well, just look outside and see the weather, and you'll know I'm not lying, man. I know. It's, uh, it's, the, it's summer, and it's hot. and It is, and nobody's sleeping. Yeah. It's really it's so hot. Like we were saying, nobody's sleeping. Yeah. It's crazy. And when, when you do get to sleep, it's just... I mean, it's such deep sleep because the heat just like exhausts me completely, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So uh, we're back from the weekend. Uh, A week from today is 4th of July. I know. So we won't be here uh, as I'm sure most of you will not be working. And uh, I don't know. I mean. What are your plans? uh, Yeah. I usually don't make plans when everybody else goes on vacation because everything is like packed everywhere so right, I try to go that's actually true time, it's like know? if you want to go to like the beaches you got to go early or stay the weekend because it is packed yeah yeah you know, you know I mean insane. just to get out of town it takes about an hour yeah. you know with the traffic and everything I mean I've tried it many times so I'd rather go on vacation when everybody stays here mm-hmm. than I go what about you any plans I don't know a lot of my friends right now are in Cabo some in Cabo some uh, across the country as you know which we'll discuss but a lot of them are in Cabo um um, a lot, or um, Trissy's with her boyfriend. Hey, Tris. Uh, <laughs> so everybody's kind of, there's only like maybe one or two that's in town, and we're thinking about maybe doing like a Malibu thing. Yeah. Um, I have a few invites. It's, it's probably going to be last minute for me, like last minute in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really, really cool beach Malibu parties, but it's one of those things like, you know, Uber there is like going to be insane, but because um, the traffic's going to be brutal, um, or you'd have to go for the weekend or whatever. But yeah. um, not really sure as of yet. So probably a Malibu party. But I wish, yeah. I wish like Penny and all of them were in town because that would that would be fun. But yeah. either way, I'm going to find. Something yeah, those to do. parties are fun. How can you complain about a Malibu? Party? Yeah, I can't complain. That's what I'm saying, yeah. and, I, and I'm going to know people there. But I told you those are like the acquaintances as opposed to like my really really good girlfriends. Right. But it'll be fun either way. And if not, like I will stay home. Home and watch movies, and I don't care. <laughs> it, exactly. I mean, I'm cool. We always way, find man. something to do, I, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have a phone guest in a few minutes. Uh, I asked him to come on the show for the second time. Uh, it's an author named Douglas Richards, Douglas E. Richards, and he's written several books uh, that, to me, are just like mind-boggling. Uh, they're uh, all all fiction. Uh, they call it science fiction, but it's not really. I call it more like, like they say here, techno thriller. Techno thriller. Like, Explain yeah, that because like I never that. heard that term. Um, techno thriller has to do with uh, technology and and uh, obviously like things, new things in technology. How people try to dominate the world with them or oh, whatever. Yeah. Like what's going and, on. And yeah. yeah, and then you have like a, a spy thing, you know, and. All these things always happening. So, together, what would be so. your description of science fiction then? Uh, science fiction is more. I think of like space and stuff. You know, yeah. that's what I think of science fiction, like Star Wars and uh, yeah. things like that. <laughs> Although this would be science fiction too, but the 
that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's good enough uh, description for this genre. Right. Although there's a lot of them, you know, like, uh, and I tend to compare him to uh, Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park and all these other uh, great yeah. books. And, um, yeah, to me, he's uh, he's right up there. So uh, if you guys love to read and you like thrillers and stuff, stay tuned because we're going to talk about the latest book called Game Changer, too. And we'll talk to him about his Game other books, Changer. too. And I I'm like reading it. that one right now. Oh, you really are? Yeah, I am. Oh, wow. That's why I invited him on the show again. I know. You seemed excited about it when I got the email. Yeah, yeah. Here. I was like, oh, I am. I you know, learn about this guy. No, I, like I know. No, too, it's but... cool when you read a book and then you can reach out to the author and right. have him on the show. You know, usually we get authors that I hadn't read before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then you find out they go, oh, wow, they're cool, you know. Right. So, yeah. Uh, the same with uh, with music also. I'm trying to rediscover some, or not rediscover, but discover some new music. Uh, yeah, but also rediscover because do, do you use Spotify at all? Spotify? Not, not really, no. Okay. What it does is that it has, every Monday they put on a, a big list, a recommended list of songs that you like the kind of stuff you like doesn't that kind like. of happen on iTunes like every time like my Apple store I'm horrible with technology just so you guys Maybe know but it, it automatically too. like says suggestions for you or whatever yeah yeah it does have that so but it's kind of similar to that right okay. it is but uh, this one is not based on one artist it's just based on your taste in okay. music as they as you develop it they learn oh. more about you so it's really cool, and I'm also rediscovering some songs that I forgot about, right? Isn't and it that brings fun? it back. I'm like, wow, you know. Remember that's what they were saying about how like like only music can bring you back to that one time in your life, right? And that's so damn true. That's so it really amazing. is, I you love know. It. And that's why I, you know I miss a radio station that they used to have here in the '80s. It was it was called KNX FM, mm. and it was a 93.1. Since then, it's become Jack FM or something. I think it still is like hits but it was called uh it was described as mellow rock mellow rock uh, mellow rock and uh so there would be a lot of new artists you never heard of and it was like excellent music but let me give you an example of who they would play like they introduced men at work really yeah oh, uh, you know like that the song who can it be now and and, and down under that was the first place i ever heard it wow. on uh, the song Africa by Toto. I love Toto. Yeah, so things oh like God. that, you know. So it it might be like I'm describing like adult that's contemporary. Where that, wait, that's where uh, like Toto had first became, or the first time you heard Toto? No, that's the first time I heard the song oh, Africa. Okay. okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, before that, they had sung more like harder rock, like yeah. uh, Hold the Line, and they had like uh, more guitar-based songs, and then Africa came around, yeah. and it was a different type of song. But then there were a lot that are still unknown, but they had like Kenny Loggins. Uh, who else would they have? I mean, they had like the best, but it wasn't, they introduced a lot of new songs. Right. So it's not like we have Coast here where they also play adult contemporary, but it's more like still top 40s and stuff, right. you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, so I missed that. And actually, I was thinking yesterday, God, I wish there was another station like that that would introduce us to new artists because it's so hard to sift through everything to find your kind of music. Right. You know? 
So, so and this, I love that mellow rock stuff. You so know? this program, did it bring you... It was, uh, well, it was a radio station. It no, was an no, entire station. No, but what you're saying now, that suggestions, that it's suggestings for you, did it right. bring any of those up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of cool? them. Yeah. Not, it's kind of freaky. Oh, yeah, no, it has. That's why I started thinking about that station again. And then I thought, wait a minute, I have a radio station. Maybe we'll do uh, yeah. a channel oh, for those light songs. Oh, Lightbulb, Lightbulb. You know, and then we'll, we'll let uh, various hosts come in and do that an hour really with their cool. own stuff i mean imagine you come in here and picking out the songs you want and playing them and stuff you know and just introducing other people to songs you may know that not many people know and are good songs you know i think that'd be a great idea yeah i think so so maybe we'll do that we'll see yeah. the only thing we can do is archive the show so which sucks you know because that's where most people right, listen. right but you can't archive copyrighted music i mean you know we pay licensing for music to play between shows mm-hmm. you know we we play a lot of hits and things like that but uh but you can't archive it you can't play a song and then put it on the thing because sometimes i'd love to play music during the show like even when we discuss songs and right. stuff you know <laughs> excuse me <laughs> i just hit my uh, my mouth but uh <laughs> made a funny sound but uh i was listening to chris rock last night mm-hmm. and have you ever listened to his comedy at yeah all? i have he is so freaking funny he this guy funny. it's like unbelievable and i want to play some of his stuff but uh you know it's like i don't know if i can really play it or not you know really so, i would think yeah. you can if it i know i would I, think so too but I, that's the thing there's no like rules about can it can you look into that or can i i'll find out no I, i've looked into oh, that oh you have yeah i've and looked it into it believe me because yeah. i want they, they don't want you to uh put in mp3 forms uh copyrighted stuff you know so you can't like so if you want to play music during a radio show right uh first of all you can't tell people what you're going to play so people can be prepared to record it it's, it's kind of like uh. arcane rules but you try to figure out well why do they have those rules and when i try to think about it, it seems pretty stupid but yeah. what can i say you know so because we pay them i mean per listen anyway so what difference does it make yeah but yeah, I uh, but I did want to bring up, uh, you know what? I'm going to play at least a minute or so of Chris Rock's do it, do it. Uh, Bad Boy pl- plato- <laughs> Platonic Friends. Have you ever heard of that platonic one before? Fr- I don't know. I'd have to listen okay, to it. Okay, you have to listen to this one, okay? I'm going to play it for you. Let's see. It doesn't Yay. say how long it is, but I'll play a little bit of it. It's amazing. It's just so freaking funny. Four minutes. Sad, sad, sad. I don't know, man. A lot of women here tonight. That's good. I like women. My mother's a woman. That helps. <laughs> you know what cool thing about women? Okay, you know what? It, it, it's great, but I don't want to... Uh, our guest is going to call in a couple minutes. I don't want to have to cut it off. So we'll come back to it after we talk Oh, what a guest. tease you are. I, I know, like, right? Getting good. I'm like, wait, he just started. I know. He's definitely funny. one of my favorite uh, art, uh, comedians of all time. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. He, Robin Williams, uh, oh, Robin George Williams. Carlin. Robin you know, Williams always got me. When he did like the sensitive, like those really intense dramatic roles, uh-huh. he always made me cry. Like he Yeah, right? His, he nailed them. Ma- he melts my heart. But when he was funny, he was funny. He was funny, too. Oh, God, I remember Birdcage, though. I love Birdcage. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. I know. Um, he played the best gay guy ever. he was ever. really good, too. I mean, other than uh-huh. stand-ups, but, like, just as actors. I don't know. Everybody has a preference, and comedy is extremely subjective. But I really like, like, Stephen Zahn and, like, people who don't try to be funny. It's just the way they, they just funny. are. They're just yeah. funny. As opposed to the Jim Carrey's no offense, but when he's so hyped up, I just want to slip him a value. It's like, <laughs> calm the fuck down. It's too 
much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's too hyper as opposed to just someone that's just like says something because it's all about timing. Right. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So yeah. it's just that some people are just have that gift <laughs> and I love it. I you know. know how they, they did, I'm going to show you this little tweet about how why uh, women may find uh, funny men more attractive and I think vice versa and why men may find women, uh, funny women more attractive. Yeah, well we know that women need always someone that makes them laugh. I mean, women I've do. never seen a profile that doesn't say that. True, but I hear a lot of guys like that yeah. like women that make them laugh as well. Yeah. And it, um, if I can, yeah, humor is associated with intelligence and honesty. This is why women tend to be more attracted to men with a sense of humor. And oh, I'll put cool. and vice versa. Yeah, that's true. No, I mean, yeah. it is. Uh, funny women are attractive, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, which reminds me that I should go more more often to comedy clubs because I love those, you know? Right. They're great. You can meet people there and stuff. So maybe I'll start going more. There's, but I thought uh, you said you do go. You go to like No, I have gone, but... Yeah, but uh, only when I get invited to, to something, like an event or an evening or something, you know? Right. But... Uh, yeah, it's just fun to just go out to a comedy club and just enjoy. It's just that there's a lot of people that are not funny out there. Exactly. Right? I think they are. That's the thing. It's like I've dated lots of guys time. who are like, they think they're funny. And I'm like, <laughs> you are not. Or they try to yeah, be. Yeah, at least a comedian should be funny. Yeah, but, but it depends because, like I said, it's subjective. But like the, the guy that, like one guy I know, he's just funny. He's not trying to be. He just really is just freaking funny. And yeah. it's such a turn on because he doesn't even try. He's <laughs> like, no, really, you are funny. <laughs> like he doesn't even get it. But that's yeah. what's great. Wow, that's cool. Well, it's amazing what turns people on you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, so uh, a lot of stuff happening in the news we'll get to that later mm-hmm. but um, I think I did have a story from this weekend that I wanted to bring up I can't remember it now oh. but uh, I'll think about it yeah it, there was something funny that happened and I can't think of it now <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you have a nice weekend I did yeah I, did I, you go into any pool parties any beaches you know or? I didn't I kind of chilled out really and yeah I know oh. um, Lee and I discussed that thing about going to that event but like they, they emailed me and invited me to go they e- and confirmed it and then yeah. I told her hold on let me Oh, I knew yeah, this would happen. See, I have to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Let's yeah. get him. Yeah, it's okay, because we're going to be joined by uh, Doug Richards. Doug, are you with us? I am. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks Hi, for calling. Doug. Thanks for calling. Hey, I'm here doing? with Cherie. Uh, hey, we've hey. had you on the show before, but for Cherie, it's the first time talking to you. So I was Ooh. describing how much I love your books, and I think you're a cool guy. Uh, the way you handle your fans on Facebook and everything is... Uh, uh, you really are connecting with your readers. Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, uh, you know, writing is a very lonely uh, job. Yeah. yeah. Right. In respect. <laughs> I kind of stare at a computer screen for a million hours a year. Uh, so I really enjoy uh, interacting with, uh, you know, with my readers. Uh, and so I have a Facebook. It's not a fan page. It's, you know, it's kind of an actual page. Right. Um, and I, tr- you know, and I, I publish my email everywhere. Uh, so on every one of my books, uh, it's it's in the covers. It's uh, uh, on the inside cover. It's it's uh, in the synopsis on on Amazon. Uh, so people write to me, and and whenever they write to me, I I respond, and I think uh, they get a kick out of it, and it's fun for me too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I know what you mean. Uh, we're sort of like in the public eye too, and when people are connecting with us, it's great because yeah, you know absolutely. you yeah you get response from the people on the other side, right? 
Oh, absolutely. And it's fun for me because, uh, you know, I can use them uh, to, to, you know, like when I'm trying to decide which cover may, may, may work the best. Yes. You know, I'll put the covers on Facebook and people get to vote and, and, and comment. And it's actually very helpful. Yeah, it is. And it's interactive, you know. I mean, people actually get to be part of the, uh, of the whole package, you know. So, so how many books have you written? Oh, wow. Uh, so I think it's about 14 altogether. So I started out with kids' books, some middle grade books. Um, and I wrote about, uh, I don't know, I got like six or seven of those. And, and then I wrote Wired, um, which is, you know, kind of my first adult uh, thriller, techno thriller. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're kind of near future science fiction thrillers. Oh, cool. um, and uh, that one went viral and, and uh, you know, became a New York Times and USA Today bestseller. And, That's awesome. And, yeah, you know, and so after that, uh, it got to be very difficult to, uh, uh, to, to write children's that. books, unfortunately. Yeah. Because there was such a higher demand for the adult thrillers, so I started writing those, and I've got about eight of those now. Yeah, and I got to say, Wired uh, grabbed me from the beginning, and I think maybe you did some kind of promotion on it, and it grabbed my eye on the Kindle, and I... I said I have to read this you know because uh, tell us just a synopsis of what Wired is about see if we can grab Cherie I'm listening because <laughs> I mean Sam's been talking a lot about you and saying yeah. some wonderful things so I'm intrigued well, there, there you go well um, you know it was my first one so I don't you know you know it's interesting uh, to me you know so I have different fans who think each one each different book is my best one ever right um, so some think Wired is the best I've ever written and, and some think it's it's not at all um, so it's my first one so I'd like to think that you know that, uh, that I've gotten more polished over the years but maybe not because uh, you know maybe I captured the perfect recipe with that one but that's basically about uh, you know, a woman who's super brilliant and, and uh, she's a genetic engineer, uh, which is what I studied. Uh, I have a master's in that. Wow. And, um, hmm. you know, she's figured out how to make somebody, you know, ridiculously intelligent for an hour at a time. But it comes at a cost and, you know, they become kind of sociopathic and, and very oh. cold and calculating, as you might expect. And so they send a special uh, forces guy after her because they think she's involved in a, in a terrorism plot. And, uh, you know, I won't go into the details, but there's a, a lot going on, more than meets the eye. Right. Um, and, I mean, so oh, much wait, so intrigued. that it, it yeah, it, it, uh, wait, it, it had a sequel to this one is Wired. Wired, okay. Right. And then you had a sequel to that called Ooh. Amped. Yeah, exactly right. That's so that just cool. kind of continues that uh, that uh, story. Right. Um, but both of those, uh, you know, I was really, really proud of. And, and uh, you know, with all my books, I put a ton of energy. The l latest ones, um, I, I, I really do meticulous research for these things. And obviously, they're, you know, they're, they're impossible. I mean, you can't yeah. uh, take a pill and, and, you know, have your IQ be 10,000. Right. Uh, but, really? but I try to ground them in accurate research about how the brain works and, and how IQ works and you know and I give examples of you know the plasticity of the human brain is enormous so you know you've got a range of people on the you know kind of handicapped side the the the, the uh, I don't know what to call it but um, uh, they you know, have an IQ of 30 or 40 and they still yeah. can, can function right. uh, and then you have people with an IQ of 200 you know if you, the Albert Einstein type people and so there's like a tenfold range of IQs uh, that exist in, in you know just naturally right and, and so you know there is a lot of room and, and, we, and we use so little of uh, you know and our brains are so powerful if you look at autistic savants and these are people who can memorize entire phone books and can yes. uh, wow. you know if you remember the movie Rain Man yes 
Yes, we remember I mean, that very you know, well. That you, mm-hmm. you can do calcula- calculations faster than a computer. Right. You know, square roots of huge numbers. It's just amazing. So, so the potential of the brain is enormous, and it and, uh, just depends on how you wire it. Right. And that's, that's the title. So anyway, what I was getting at, though, is I do a lot of accurate research. And so lately, the last four or five novels, in the end, I've got about 10 or 20 pages where I discuss all the research and what's real and what isn't. Wow. Yeah. And it adds so much to the story. It because does, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what attracts me to this is because I learn new things as I'm reading a thriller, you know? So, uh, and things sometimes that we don't think about or sometimes we fantasize about, like like having this super intelligence and stuff, you know? Like one of the books this guy has access to the internet from his, inside his brain, you oh know? God. So right. it's, it's pretty cool. Imagine yeah. access to all the information in the world. You know, just on command. So, uh, so yeah, and and you know what? Yeah, and the amazing thing is, is that uh, each book has a different setting to it, deals with a different part of, I think, things we can do with the brain and so forth. How did you be first become interested in that? Doug? I've always been really interested in science. I have a master's in molecular biology, which is kind of like genetic engineering, and I've always loved science. And uh, so, you know, I thought it would be fun to to do this sort of thing. And so what I really do is I take a technology, uh, you know, and I extrapolate it out, you know, what is the potential of this technology, and then I really examine it, uh, you know, what are the pros, what are the amazing things that can be done with it, and what are the dangers of the technology, and they all have dangers. I mean, yeah. no matter yeah. how amazing a technology seems, there's always, you know, issues that you have to really think about. So, so uh, you know, the example of the, the books I did, actually I have two of them now, um, uh, where the guy you know, wakes up without a memory, he has no, you know, everybody's trying to kill him, and he learns that he's got uh, electronic computerized implants in his brain that allow him to surf the web with his thoughts. So he can right. just, you know, access Google, and it's tied into his visual and, and hearing centers of his brain, so it looks like it's hovering above, uh, you know, in front of him. Uh, and it turns out the, the side effect of that is he can actually read minds perfectly. Right. Uh, but, you know, what, what are the downsides? Well, I get oh. into, you know, kind of the yeah. downsides of the current Internet. It's an incredibly useful tool, but people are getting addicted. And, yeah. uh, you know, people are, are becoming absorbed in these virtual worlds and sitting at their computer all day. Uh, you know, and, and you know, people are going on, on dates and they can't stop looking at their phones. That's true. That's that's absolutely yeah. true. So, and so what if you had it in your brain? Yeah. What if you had this? So you could be on a date and you could be watching a movie inside your head. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Be yeah, somewhere I mean, else. So what would that be like if you're having a conversation in your, you know, with your wife and, and you don't want to listen to her anymore? Surfing <laughs> <laughs> the web. You know, so there's all, you could, you could be having sex with, with a woman right. and actually watching a porn movie of another woman. Right. So, wow, so, I mean, I, so I try to examine in real depth yeah. all the possibilities, uh, and sometimes they're not as, I mean, I hope they're not always obvious, mm. um, and, and I, you know, I also like to do a lot of twists and turns, but it's a real examination of, of the possibilities. Yeah. Now, the, the storytelling part of this, I mean, I, I, and, and I'm not the only one saying this, I've seen a lot of posts from fans and stuff. Uh, you do have a way with your writing where you really capture the the reader i mean i can't put the books down you know like yeah. i'm reading game changer now your latest book this was just published right a couple months ago 
Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so every, every time Doug comes, puts out a book, I'm like extremely excited. I put all my other books aside really so I can read He's this so one. You know? I'm excited to read it and, now. and let me also tell you why. I have a special connection to this novel because he gets into the Mossad and Israelis and stuff. Really? And being from Israel and stuff, I totally can relate to this. Yeah. And I, I love, you know, fiction like that, you know, where the Mossad and the CIA or whatever, there's always this uh, cooperation between Israel and Americans and stuff and so I can totally connect to that and it's also about uh, uh, again things the brain can do you know mm-hmm. things that you can do to oh. the brain Right. Well, yeah. I mean, this one without you know, you don't want to give away too many spoilers. No, but I, I, I don't. Think I will give away one spoiler. Okay, and you even know, not to me because I'm only th- one third way through it. So okay, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to give away. I mean, you've already passed the the major spoiler. Yes. After part one, that's the really huge one, right. and I won't give that specifically. But I mean, just in t- in terms of what the the novel is about, it, it's really kind of exploring the concept of what I call matrix learning. And that is, <clears throat> you know, we've all seen the movie The Matrix. Right. <clears throat> At least I think most of us have. And uh, I have. In fact, it's it's my favorite film of all yeah, time. You, believe it, it is. Or that. You said that. that is so yeah. funny that that, that that's the, the case. And I had no idea you were from Israel, by the way. That that's really that's awesome. now you know. <laughs> um, uh, I have here. a good friend, uh, uh, an Israeli good Israeli friend. His name is actually Eyal Regev. Uh, who's in the book? Yes, so I put his name in the book. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! So, yeah, so that's an actual person, Al. Uh, you know, I love this guy, uh-huh. and uh, so anyway, I won't tell you any more. But but going back to Matrix Learning, so in the Matrix, what? what happened to the call? Stuck in the back of their skull, and they could just learn something instantly. So so uh, Keanu Reeves learns kung fu in like thirty seconds. Now he knows all kung fu. Right. You know, they're at the top of a building. And he says to the girl, you know, can you fly this helicopter? And she says, I can't yet. Right. And then she calls up, you know, her guy, and she says, I need a program for flying a helicopter. And a second later, she's a master pilot. Right. So so, so I was intrigued by that. Uh, and, you know, as I mentioned, you know, uh, uh, you know, having to do with Israel and, and, and the Jewish people, you know, education has always been uh, huge. And so that's something that you might imagine would be of particular interest to, yeah. to some place like Israel. Right. Um where, you know, what if you could down, you know, basically upload information, you could become a PhD or an MD in, in hours, uh, or learn multiple languages in hours. Okay, and that sounds incredible, but there are also downsides, downsides. which I explore in the book. You know, what are the dangers of that? Yeah. Um, That's and, the thing, you give it you know, a lot of thought, huh, to all these topics. Oh, really yeah, absolutely, explore. and I think when you when you read more about this, you'll learn, you know, a, a lot of the danger and how it's being used and how... Um, uh, I, you know, I was really proud of this one. Uh, I mean, yeah, I spent yeah. uh, an incredible amount of work uh, on this particular novel. So, um, uh, and I put a a lot of uh, of of accurate information in it. Yes. But you know, so far the reviews have been uh, off the charts. So this is yes. you know uh, the best reviewed of any of my novels. Um, so I'm really uh, really pleased with that. That's, That's great, amazing. and and it's just out of the gate, you know. Yeah. I mean, just give it some time. But uh, but it's amazing, you know, and and I love the fact that you uh, you uh, included the the fans in deciding what cover because he made a cover for the book and then he wasn't sure anymore. So uh, so then he gave readers an option again. And that's awesome. Yeah, yes, so that was really nice. Cool. But I do have the original cover because I bought <laughs> the book that was still uh, from the first uh, edition. So. 
so that'll be good. That'll be like a collector's item or something. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'll be able to show my grandkids. You see, I was one of the first ones to read this one, and now it's a classic. But, um, you know, I, I tend to compare... Uh, you know, people don't like to be compared, but uh, but I, I did always uh, happen to like Michael Crichton as well because he would do, like, techno thrillers as well. And so I think the genre is very appealing to me, and I think you're doing a great job with it. So, you know, if, if there's someone I think is qualified to... Uh, to recommend you, I think it's me, you know, because simply because the genre, I know it so well. Well, I really appreciate that. So, so yeah. just real quick, and you may be uh, needing for me to go, but uh, whereabouts no. in Israel are you from? Oh, I'm from Tel Aviv, actually, and I came here in 1976. Uh, so I've been here 40 years. Uh, yeah, I lived here longer than I have in Israel, obviously, but haven't quite lost my accent, but that's okay. People are saying, no, it's not, don't it's change not, it. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> not too bad. No, I spent a summer uh, in, in Haifa. In I, I uh, did cancer research at Rambam uh, Hospital. Wow. Um, and uh, lived in the Tefion dorm there uh, for a summer. Wow, so you awesome. so you were like intimately familiar with Israelis and and being there for a while and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So so you know, hopefully that comes across uh, in the book a little bit. I mean, I didn't want to put too much Hebrew in the book or, or right, uh, but it's uh, great. You know, <laughs> it you know, was great. Yeah, too, too much. You know, I uh, I did uh, let everybody know that the, the you know the English uh, expression balls for for testicles is actually eggs in in, in Hebrew. <laughs> really. So I don't know if you got to that part yet, but uh, no, I, I, I do, did, I do but make sure true. to explain how to how to say you know I got hit in the bait scene. That's awesome. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, good. You see, but, you know, just a little bit of uh, you made it uh, you know, Of course, I know how to you know after having been there, I know how to curse in, in Hebrew yeah. and well, it's actually there are no Hebrew curses; it's all Arabic. Right, they power them all from Arabic. I know we do yeah, have. So I, I do use the phrase uh, "benzona" yeah. in the book, which I think you'll appreciate. Yeah, I'm sh- I I think I saw that already. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. So yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the book immensely, uh, Doug, and I'm so glad you joined us this morning. Uh, maybe we'll get even Cherie a little interested in no, one of the No, I am interested. Books. That's why I'm, I'm just I'm, listening because this is really because cool. you know I'm going to probably. I, I have a question, like because he said he did a lot of research though. Yeah. What is, what is it? I, I can't think of the exact number. The percentage of the human brain that we actually use on average. Well, that, like that's actually so, so. So so there's a misnomer that you use like ten. You know, humans only use ten percent of their brains. Well, that's not really accurate. Um, I mean, they're using a hundred percent of the brains, but the truth of the matter is that. Uh, the brain wasn't evolved to do certain things. So, so you think, well, a computer is far more powerful than the human brain, but that's not true at all. The human brain is more powerful. They have more nodes. There's billions of neurons. There's almost an infinite number of possible connections, far more than are in a computer. Mm-hmm. But, but we're not wired for that sort of thing. All we're wired to do, basically, is have sex and survive and eat. And, <laughs> oh, and Sam's very happy that's right what now. Right. He says right. this I all do. the time. Yeah, so, so, so that's what people are wired. And we have emotions. You know. but, but what's amazing is, you know, if you look at what we have to process, the information we have to process, you know, all the time that we're awake, our eyes are open, we're processing huge amounts of high-definition um, you know, inf- visual information coming through the brain. If a computer had to process, you know, what we process every day, it would melt down. Right, That's absolutely, true. I agree. And you know, and if and if you you know you think about right. catching a fly ball, I mean, all the different calculations that the brain has to make, it's really amazing. Mm. And, and so you know, so that you can see that 
in in autistic savants. So they're wired slightly different, uh, and and they can do calculations faster as fast as a computer. Wow. Um, so, so you can see the power that's inherent in the human brain if it was just wired a little bit differently. If it was wired for the sort of thing computers are wired for, instead of uh, you know survival. Yeah. Right. I think too, and and a lot of people maybe is it that just a certain part of their brain is more active than other people. No, no question. I mean, everybody, you know, people have different uh, uh, capabilities. You know, the thing that's fascinating, I don't know if, uh, if Sam has gotten into in, in this newest book, but I really go into, you know, the world of, of neuroscience and, and how th- that really fascinates me. And I had no idea how much of what we do is dictated by our unconscious, that we're not aware of how we reach decisions. Right. And, you know, we think that we're the, you know, the consciousness is the boss. Right. But really... It's it's like being the mayor of a city. So much is going on in the city that you have no idea, that you're unaware of, um, and, and you know you're going to take credit for it. If things go well, you take credit. If things go badly, you don't take. You know, you, you get blamed. But right. uh, but it really, and I, 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 I tell it a lot better in in the book uh, yeah. about how this all works. But exactly, uh, I'm going to make sure you read this. Yeah, yeah. If, even I'll, if you don't like the genre, like yeah. <laughs> that's true. I don't have to make you. No, no. no I mean, you give give it a shot. And not yeah. everybody loves it. I mean, I think yeah. what I found because I've now had you know over ten thousand reviews uh, among the different books uh, on Amazon wow. and Barnes and Noble and that's other amazing. places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I find is that, um, you know, maybe 60% of the readers are passionate. I mean, they just, they'll read one of my books and they'll want to read every single one right, of them. They right. absolutely love That's them. a big percentage. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then there's about, uh, you know, t- 20% who, you know, 20 or 30% I think, yeah, they're pretty, they're good. They really like them, but they're not liking, you know, madly in love like, like the others. And then there's 10% who just hate them, <laughs> um, you know, who just just hate them and boy they let me know too oh they're the worst oh my god you, you know, always like, find those and, haters and, and uh-huh. especially because you know every once in a while I'll have a villain who uh, who is a jihadist right and yeah, people uh, don't like boy that, yeah. you get a lot of uh, angry emails about that yeah um, you, you know which I find interesting because you know uh, like, like one guy uh, was madly in love with, with uh, the book about the guy who can read minds and surf the web with, with his thoughts uh huh and, and he was yelling that there was a, a jihadist in the book. And, you know, of course, I, I don't reply. You know, I, I, I just reply nicely. I don't try to, ar- I don't try to be argumentative. But right. it seems to me that he was able to believe that a guy could surf the web with his thoughts and read minds. But what he couldn't believe was that, that there are jihadists in the world <laughs> who wish the West bad things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, and that's the thing, you know, I mean, and, you know, obviously that's a political thing and everything, but I'm glad you can see that, you know, because people are pretending the stuff doesn't happen, doesn't exist, you know? It, it, it's really, it's interesting. It's really, really interesting. And, um, you know, um, so I, you know, so I get some, uh, some angry notes there. I mean, mostly it's good. I mean, yeah. like I said, most people, mostly it's people are very passionately positive, um, which is great. But, you know, every once in a while, I mean, you get all kinds of people. Right. Um, I mean, I, you know, when I wrote Wired, I had somebody write me and, and say that they, you know, they read the ebook, but they wish they could have gotten it as a paperback book, so they could have burned it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they could have burned it because I'm so anti-gay. Wow. Wow. And, and I said, yeah. and I had to reread the book to see if I even mentioned gays. 
That's because not only am I not anti-gay, I have no, I had no idea what the guy was talking about. Wow, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, Doug. I mean, you get exposure to so many people in the world, you know, there's going to be something. Yeah, like I mean, you can't make everybody happy, exactly. but I mean, but that oh, shows that some, you're doing something. Good. I had, I had a, a one-star review for Amp, one of the books that you, that you had. Yes, and the review on Amazon said. You know, I was really disappointed because it didn't even have any of the same characters as Wired. <laughs> yeah, so I never respond to reviews. I never, ever respond to reviews. But I had to make an exception. So I wrote, you know, Amazon lets you respond to a review. So I wrote, I said, I don't understand. Amp, they have the same exact characters as Wired. Exactly. I, I mean, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. And so they wrote back. It turns out they there's another book called Amped by a different author. Oh, oh wow. wow. And <laughs> they read the wrong book. Wow. That, oh, that's funny. That, that is something? actually really funny. I'm so sorry, got, but that's I, awful. Yeah, I got attacked for a book that I, I didn't even write. Like, in what world does that happen? Wow. <laughs> that's a book right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. It, it, well it, did they fix it, though? Did they kind of, like, change been. review? Did they apologize for it? I mean, damn. No, no, no. It's just... Uh, yeah, it's just uh, one of those I things. I mean, no, it, it's fascinating. The whole review thing is really fascinating. I mean, I got a one-star review once nice. because somebody just got a new Kindle, and they they wanted to download my book, but they couldn't figure out how. <laughs> so it went on my, fault, right? my book's page and gave me a one-star review. You. Right. And and I was thinking that hardly seems fair. <laughs> right. No, it, it, that's, no, that's true. And it fair. brings down the, the total, the average, you know. Yeah. I mean, oh, I hear yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And because I know some people, like some businesses, you know, I noticed retailers and stuff, restaurants, they almost live and die by those reviews, you know. And they're it's like, they always remember the bad ones, you know, yeah. because, yeah, it brings you down, you know. Well, that's why it's, all, it's almost impossible to have a five star average uh, yeah. because a one one star, if you get one one star, you have to have like 15 five stars to Right. up for it wow. to get that to get yeah. five star average yeah. and so you know you get a couple people who are just you know a little bit nutty yeah yeah and, 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 and that's all it takes so yeah, um, exactly you know you love the book give it five why four you know I mean give it a five you know uh, Doug, uh, I'm going to have you back on the show because there's always so much to talk to you about. And uh, and I just love the stuff. And as I progress through the book, maybe we'll have more stuff to talk about. It's just that we're running out of time. And uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I know Cherie enjoyed you, it. Doug. I know. I'm like really intrigued. You don't want to go study now or something. Yeah, right? the books. Well, I know. You know. Hopefully like, you're not one of those 10% who hate my stuff. No, well, I'm curious. <laughs> no I don't way, love to read. No way. So it's, yeah. it's yeah. good. If she loves yeah, it, to read, she's going to going to love this I'm telling you mm -hmm. and you'll see it, it'll grab her it'll grab her but the good news is Cherie even if you are one of the people who don't love it I can take it now because I have you have the thicker skin though right, right? That's exactly exactly well it was great meeting you Cherie you uh, over the phone yes and, and thank you for joining us and everybody Douglas Richards uh, get his books get all of them I mean but yeah. which one would you recommend Doug for a person to pick up first if they want to get a really good sense okay. of your writing God, I have no idea. I mean, I would just go on and look at the synopsis, the descriptions, and see which one grabs you. Right. Um, I would definitely recommend go with Wired. Wired. I, I mean, I think Wired is the one that will definitely take you into uh, into Doug's world and really see how you know the the way other people are thinking and and you go wow i haven't thought about this before yeah. you know things like that so read wired because also it has a sequel so if you like it a lot there's amped and you can read that and then all the other ones are standalone actually uh 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 the other two brain web and 
Which one was the other one, Doug, that w- went together? There's Mind's Eye and Brain Web. Mind's Eye, that's right. Qu- Quantum Lens, and then there's Split Second, which is my take on time travel, Ooh. and then there's the newest one called Game Changer. Right. It's amazing to me, Has and I love... Has anyone approached you? To, I'm so sorry. I know you got to go, No, that's okay. Has anyone ever approached you for, to like do a film or anything? Oh, lots of times. Okay. Yeah, it's almost impossible, though. I mean, it, wow. it's... Really? It, it's just brutally. I had a director from uh, a creative artist agency, which does like has like Spielberg and all these these top guys. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, he called. He he got my contact information, and we spent like an hour and a half on the phone. And he was just wow. so excited. He'd done over a billion dollars worth of movies, um, and he was excited. He couldn't wait. And um, and and unfortunately, I was tied up at the time for another month because I had somebody. I had an exclusive shopping agreement with somebody to try to pitch it to Hollywood and um, so I said well you, you know we, unfortunately you have to wait a month uh, but you know I talked to him a couple hours twice on the phone and then the month was ended and then he disappeared he wouldn't return my calls oh, oh, wow. so yeah. and, and you know he said Something he read happened. it he loved it so much that he, he, he read it until four in the morning he couldn't put it down he couldn't wait to do a movie I mean so but what I hear from people is that Hollywood is like that it's just kind of it's like dogs chasing cars wow. and then another car goes by and they chase that and yeah. if you look at like Ender's Game which is what, one of the number one science fiction novels for the last 30 years uh-huh. um, it finally got a movie made you know after it was like one of the number one you know classic science fiction novels uh-huh. forever wow so it you takes know, it, it a took, while well Doug I, I, I think that your your books the concepts are phenomenal and it can be a film and I'm going to get in touch with you yeah I, 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 yeah I want to talk to him about some stuff oh wow yeah. listen to you and, and well, you and write are, you love yeah, to write I have, I have Something is, is you're on. you don't you're not really like related to James Cameron, are you? <laughs> right. That would be amazing. No. Yeah, but big, no, yeah, but. yeah. Well, look, we're all s- less than six degrees of separation these days. You know, with the yep. internet, it's and all everything. who you know. It's good people. And exactly. Look, when, I, when I had signed a shopping agreement recently too with someone, and it worked out in my favor because the other people and like you say, big names, um, I ended up better off not working with them because I found someone even better. Oh, and it's, wow, yeah. it's, it's someone that, that is very passionate about the project and it has just been, the momentum is, is really phenomenal right now. Um, right. So that's the people he needs to be in touch with. Right. That'll understand well, his work. And, well, you know, you, you might want to, then, then I know, you know, uh, um, Sam recommended Wire, but you might want to start with something more like Split Second or, or um, and, and the reason being is that um, after I wrote Wired, they came out with this thing called Limitless. Yes. Um, oh, and everybody right? started comparing. Which is a TV yeah. show. Now, mine is completely different. I, I mean, yes. I, I, my premise is so different, but, you know, but basically they share the same idea of, uh, you know, super IQ, Right. But I, ta- I take I take it in such a different direction. Um, but that being said, um, suddenly people are saying, "Yeah, well, you know, that's not as interesting to us anymore because of this oh, limitless." Okay, yeah. yeah that's the thing. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense because I read it before Limitless. Yeah, right, yeah. right, and and it's really anno- You know, the thing that annoys me the most. This happens infrequently, but every once in a while, somebody says, "Oh, he just got this from Limitless," right. and it drives me crazy because my <laughs> book was out before the movie, oh, yes, so before the TV series. So they, got, you know, if anything, they yeah. got it from me. But whatever, um, exactly, yeah. Doug. And and the thing is, is that plus you've got such a body of work. You can show, look, I'm not the type that copies books, you know. I don't copy <laughs> ideas. I come up with enough original ones of my own, you know. Right. So, But, I mean, I think split second, you know, in terms of, of uh, you know, originality, in terms of time travel, yes. I, I, 
I've read time travel all my life, and I, I think I've, I've, I, I came up with a concept that was very unique, very original. You know, with the yeah, I mean, definitely with the, yeah, the duplication right. and all that. Yeah, so, so, so you know, so that one or Mind's yeah. Eye, I think, because I think the internet is all the rage right now. I'm really surprised that, uh, but I think there's probably starting to be movies like that as well. So, so that. So anyway, I, I'm just kind of uh, babbling, but um, no, that's you know, good. It, that's the way it I should would, be. I you know, mind. Like, if, if you you know read a few of them and and, and then you know if, if you if you like them after that and you think that they're you know uh, worthwhile and, and you have some connections or ideas I'd love to hear from you but I mean do do read them for you know at least one or two to make sure that um, you know yeah this is like your genre right yeah, yeah. That, that, that you know they, they make sense to you so yeah um, Awesome. D Douglas E. Richards, everybody, please go out and get the books. The latest one is Game Changer. I'm reading it right now. In fact, after the show, I have a couple meetings. Then I go home, read a few pages, move on. So, uh, so, and I'm always excited about that. There's, there's something about a book where you actually consciously want to get back to it. That's the best. Right? When you, you just can't put it down. Right. Know, it's, it's not <laughs> just like you have some time and you go, well, what should I read now? It's a book. Or, or sometimes a book is like, well, you know, I really should move forward with a book because maybe something will happen that'll be exciting. But here from the first moment, you're like high-paced, you know, and fast-paced, uh, high-energy, high-octane, you know. So, yeah. Doug, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, you're calling us from San Diego, right? Is that where you live? Exactly. Yeah, and, nice. and yeah, and in the book, he in several of your books, you, uh, you mentioned San Diego there, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, I do I try to include that every once in a while. Yeah, because um, you know the area well. Right. <laughs> it's a great, it's a really great area. So, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I, it's expensive as we all know who live in California, but. Um, it's, but at uh, least you're where you want to be. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. So anyway, but I really appreciate all the kind words, Sam, and of and, course uh, uh, having me on. It's it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank and, you so much. And we'll continue. Understand. I'll continue participating on your page and everything. I just love all this stuff. And, and maybe we'll build a little community around you. Maybe there's already one uh, on Facebook. So I'm just going to slide in and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that would uh, be great. That would thank be really you. Great. All right, Doug. Thank you so much. Thanks, and Doug. we'll talk to you soon. Fantastic. Lehitro. Lehitro. Bye bye. Shalom. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, I like him. You see, I didn't even I like realize at the end how him. you see how they get very passionate. I love when people get so passionate about their right? stuff because that. Because he knows it. He yeah. knows it so well and he's researched it all. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's so funny. Like he's an engineer, but yet he wrote books. It's like my my, yeah. my brothers are so different. One of them's a chemical engineer, and the other one um, he used to be a state trooper. Now he owns an insurance company. But I can never see my brother, who's an engineer, like writing a book. I mean, he's a brilliant guy, and right. he has a good sense of humor. But it's it's just so fascinating to me to see people that are so like you know quote unquote left brain but can do the right brain and yeah you know you're it's right just, it's interesting and and what i love is also the ability of people to mix uh like you know facts with fiction right you know that's true and that's the thing you know i mean people get get pissed that he includes like muslim jihadists but that's, that's exactly what the world that, that's our biggest threat today yeah it used to be the russians you know during the cold war right it was world war ii it was the nazis before that <coughs> excuse yeah. me 
the Japanese in the movies, but, you know, I mean, but no, it's terror. And that's our, you know, and all the, the politically correct bullshit, it's just bullshit, yeah, you oh know? Yeah, God, I, can't, I know. Right? I know. It is, I, I'm totally interested in, I'm a person that tends to like more um, documentaries and true stories. I'm obsessed with books like that and, and movies yeah. like that. But, I mean, I will take an interest in it because I think it's fascinating mm. um, just what he was saying about, you know, the human brain and Right, and the stuff. thing is, and, and what I'm saying is, like all and I'm saying to you Sheree and to all the people that listen all I'm saying read the first five pages you don't have to commit to the whole book yeah, of yeah, any yeah. of his books mm-hmm. read the first five pages if you're not totally grabbed the, grabbed and pulled in then don't read it right it's right. not for you right you know but you'll see it always starts like it never starts with hard uh, science or anything mm-hmm. it starts with innocent things you know right yeah so, uh, wow, we're almost out of time. Uh, I ne- I've never given anybody that much time on the phone You before. loved Doug. You were so happy. Right? He was, Sam was all <laughs> bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, and because, I mean, it's like someone that you would be yeah. like your buddy if you met him in person, right. you know, because yeah, there's a really lot to cool. talk about. Yeah. Right? And you love his book. Like you're a fan, and yeah. he, you know, but he's a really cool dude. Yeah. Really I, awesome. lo- I love intellectuals, you know, because then we can sit and we can talk, and it's fun. Yeah. But. Uh, As opposed to sitting around with a dumbass person. Really? <laughs> he's like, I love intellectuals. No, she. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. Yeah, you hit me from left field there. Oh, that no. Was funny. I was actually not thinking about. Uh, I was thinking about. I had particular people that I was thinking. Well, let's put it this way, okay? Let's. Let's say that family, for example, okay. you don't get to choose, right? Yeah, oh God, so, no, you don't. <laughs> so, many times your family are not necessarily who you would hang out with right. if they were not family. Absolutely. That's what I mean. No, that's true. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Sometimes uh, family is just not that stimulating for me as much as far as intellectually goes. Right. It's very satisfying to me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And socially. But when I want intellectual, social, like to be with someone that's cool, uh, it's hard to find those people. Right. And you you find people that, that, you know. And not just men, women too. Yeah. You know, like they say, you you can't choose your family, you choose your friends or something. Or God's way apologizing for your family is your friends. (laughs) Right. But you just need to also, I think it's really important to find people that have things in common with you. So, you know, that makes you feel not so alone. And and they have the same interests as you and you can get passionate together. And um, that's important. Because you can have a lot of friends, but you don't see eye to eye in certain things or you have different interests. So I think it's it's great. Or they don't have, or they prefer to always talk about the same thing, like money or whatever, you know? It's like, yeah, sometimes it's not interesting to me. We need to talk about war and then the brains and stuff, right? Exactly. (laughs) Politics. (laughs) Oh, God, I know. All right. Well, uh, we are totally out of time, folks. Join us uh, next hour for uh, Answers for the Family. Uh, when I say join us, I mean LA Talk Radio because Cherie and I are totally out of time. Yeah. So uh, thank you all for listening, Cherie. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. And we'll see everybody tomorrow. Bye, guys. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio.